In this episode of my podcast, I'm going to take a look at a case involving a chap, uh, an employee who was made redundant, who was terminated, and who brought his own case, represented himself, and won €35,000. And the problem for the employer, and from the employer's perspective, was the procedure that was adopted to terminate. Hey, it's Terry Gorry. And this is the Terrigori Podcast. This is October 2021. The principles that you can take from this case are applicable though, regardless of when it happened. It's a redundancy situation that involved the Institute of Education in Dublin. There was a man working there who was made redundant in January 2021 and he brought a claim for unfair dismissal on the basis either that there wasn't a genuine redundancy or the procedure or process by which he was made redundant wasn't fair and didn't give him natural justice or fair procedures to which he was entitled. The man represented himself and the Institute of Education or the trading, the limited company that owns the Institute of Education was represented by a firm of solicitors, Mason Hayes and Curran, who would be top employment law solicitors. But this case just goes to show you that if the facts are on your side, then no matter who or what you're up against, if the law is on your side as well, then you have a very, very good chance of winning. That's not to say that there isn't cases where you will need a solicitor, you will need legal representation, and the issues might be quite complex and so on. But this unfair dismissal case, redundancy case, is an interesting one, insofar as the procedure was how the employer tripped up. And basically, I wanna just check the dates there. I think the employer had a meeting with this gentleman in January 2021 on the 11th and told him his position was at risk of redundancy. Excuse me, and two days later they told him that his position was gone. You'd have to wonder how genuine, how real, how serious the consultation process was because clearly there was only two days between the, the communication of the decision to, or that he was at risk versus determination. The adjudication officer, Catherine Byrne, agreed with that view. Uh, she, she made the point that she didn't think it could have been genuine. There wasn't a real attempt to look at alternatives to termination, look at alternatives to redundancy. The process only went on two days. And she took the view that there had been issues in the workplace between this gentleman and the employer in relation to working during the COVID-19 pandemic situation. And he had some concern about a colleague not wearing a mask, I think, in the workplace. And he had concern because of his personal situation at home, where I think he had a child with, uh, with uh, some sort of an underlying condition, perhaps, or maybe it was his wife, not 100%, but he had a genuine concern 
but there was issues then having arisen in the workplace. A little bit of friction had arisen between the principal, I think, of the school, of the Institute of Education, and this man. And this allowed the adjudicator to find that the only reason, or the redundancy, wasn't the only reason for the termination. She took the view that given the deterioration in the relationship between this man and the principal of the school, that it was likely that redundancy wasn't the entire reason, wasn't the entire story, and therefore found that he was unfairly dismissed. She obviously had a look as well at the process that was engaged in, and the process involved a two-day situation where there didn't seem to be any real attempt to look at alternatives to redundancy. Also, there was a question about him having representation, and there was a question about no notes being taken or you know, procedures or the process in which the school engaged wasn't the best, wasn't best practice by any stretch of the imagination and appeared to be lacking in fair procedures uh, in any reasonable, rational judgment of what were fair procedures. The adjudicator agreed that it wasn't a genuine redundancy, or if it was, then the procedure wasn't fair. He was unfairly dismissed, according to the adjudication officer, and he was awarded one year's salary, which is €35,000 in his situation. He was looking for reinstatement or re-engagement, I think reinstatement, but the adjudication officer felt that the relationship between the parties had probably degraded to the point where reinstatement or re-engagement really wouldn't be uh, realistic or reasonable, but 35 grand is not to be sniffed at, it's a year's wages. So this is a good example again, notwithstanding that a fact happened or the decision came out there a few weeks ago, it really doesn't make any difference. It could be a decision made over the last five years or ten years. If the employer engages in a redundancy and is looking to rely on the redundancy as a defence to an unfair dismissal claim, then the employer is going to have to ensure that there is some sort of a rational, fair procedure from beginning to end in relation to the termination. So from the at-risk letter or meeting situation to the termination, there must be some reasonable interchange or exchange of views as to how the employee might be able to be kept on and perhaps do a different work or take on a different role or be given um, a different uh, an alternative to termination. And that's what happened in this case. It's a good lesson for employers uh, to ensure that the process or procedure is sound. It's also a good lesson for anyone who has an interest in law who thinks that they can't go up against top firm solicitors or any solicitor and win because if the facts are on your side and if the law is on your side, it's going to be uh, much more likely that you'll win, notwithstanding who's on the other side. Because if the facts are in your favour and if the law is in your favour, then you're going to be in a strong position. And no matter how good your lawyer might be or the other lawyer might be, if the facts don't support their case or their defence, or if the law doesn't support their case or their defence, then they are almost certain to lose, no matter how good they are. So it's a good lesson, I think, on that score, a good case to have a look at. It's on my website, employmentrightsireland.com. You can have a look at the full 
decision determination of the WRC adjudicator. There's a link in the blog post that I wrote. Thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. Thank you.